and Merry Christmas. We are bringing you a special treat for the season, which is a conversation between a theologian and her dad from 30 years ago. So as I was digging through my stuff, I discovered a notebook that I gave to dad on Christmas 1990, which was, as you will soon hear, filled with questions about his life. And it was for him to uh, fill in so I could learn more about him. Now, the backstory to this, as I vaguely recall, is that uh, when one is a 15-year-old girl and has a theologian, pastor, somewhat preoccupied father, it's kind of hard to make connections and bond. So I believe my motivation in doing this was to try to reestablish some sort of... Uh, of um, open conversation between me and dad back then. Well, as you will as you uh, know from the past 2 years of recording, we have long since overcome that mid-teenage challenge and as a mother of a 15-year-old now, I I can understand what that was all about. Anyway, so what dad and I <laughs> <laughs> So what dad and I are bringing to you now this Christmas is an exact reading of an exact transcription of this notebook. I hope you enjoy it and are as uh, delighted and amused by it as we are. Christmas 1990. Dear Daddy, this book is filled with endless questions I have about you. I want you to answer them so I have a record of you to pass on. It's very important to me and there are some rules. One, these questions are not intended to amuse you, so please answer them seriously. Two, you're only allowed two I don't remembers and three you don't know, it's none of your businesses, and no more. Three, simple <laughs> yeses and nos are not acceptable. Elaborate. Four, in the blank space at the back of the book, I'd like you to write some of your own questions, okay? Five, I want it back completed by May 28th, 1991. That's my 15th birthday, by the way. That gives you a little over five months to complete it. Six, one last thing. Here's a little glossary of Spanish interjections I may have used. Por qué? Why? Por qué or por qué no? Why or why not? E and hola, hello. Por favor, please. Que es? What is it? Das ist alles. Für jetzt. Sarah. P.S. Merry Christmas. Fura Weihnachte. Vesele Vionatse or whatever. Feliz Navidad and I love you very much. Did you travel around a lot with your parents when you were a little kid? Before we bought the farm in upstate New York, yes. Every summer, we went to Chicago to see Grandma's family. When I was five, we went to Florida, but that was so miserable with five kids and no air conditioning that I think it was one of Grandpa's motives for buying the farm. What were your elementary school grades like, high school? I always did well in school like you. I learned to read early and really liked to read. I didn't work hard as I could have in high school. What is one of your most vivid memories of Grandpa Paul? Sitting on the couch with him in his living room in Byram, his arm around my brother Mark and I watching TV as he smoked his big cigar, filling the room with blue smoke, and he loved us. What sort of food did your mother make for dinner when you were a kid? Spaghetti, 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 chuck steak once in a while. How were you treated being a pastor's kid? I was treated very well, but as the oldest, I was privileged. 
My younger brothers had a harder time. Basically, I have happy memories of my father's congregations. In school, though, it was sometimes lonely, being different, being a PK. But the strength to be different turned out to be a great advantage in my life. What were your favorite TV shows? Star Trek, Bonanza, I Dream of Jeannie, The Twilight Zone, uh, Yankee Baseball, later on, All in the Family, Mary Tyler Moore, MASH. Books? I used to read every book I could find about World War II as a child. In high school, Dickens made a big impression on me, and so did Shakespeare. But modern fiction just didn't grab me very much. I read drama more eagerly. By the time of college, my reading interest had really shifted to history, philosophy. When I was a senior, I read the New Testament cover to cover. Music groups. Oh, the Beatles, of course. The Mamas and the Papas. I was a big fan of Gary Puckett and the Union Gap and the Supremes. I liked all the popular rock and roll of the 60s. How did you ever get so phenomenally lucky as to get your high school to do your play called Shh? It was a play I wrote because I won the contest. I think it was because the play was really funny and because the play was about the war between the sexes, which people are always interested in. Did you act in it? No, my brother Mark did. I directed it. Why did Betty think it was about her? Because it was. Though I exaggerated considerably. Like all writers, I used my own experience to make a statement. Who or what inspired you for it? I've always liked comedy, and I wanted to make people laugh at how silly and selfish and superficial our smug suburban life had become. I kept a notebook by my bed and would jump up in the middle of the night to write down good ideas for the play. Why did you choose Bard College? Oh, a combination of reasons. We didn't get very good guidance in high school. (laughs) It was in upstate New York and not too far away from home in New Jersey. It had a good theater program, which I was interested in at first, and I got a scholarship. Bronxville? Concordia, Bronxville, when I decided to study for the ministry, that was the place to go. Fort Wayne for seminary? Ditto. Did you know or like Mommy before the fateful May 10th when you started going together? I had my eye on her, but we hardly knew each other. Why did you decide to ask out Mommy? She told me I had a sexy back. Who proposed to whom, or was it just a big misunderstanding that got the two of you married? I said to her, I'm going to seminary in St. Louis. We better break up. She got mad and said, what makes you think I'd marry you anyway? I said, well, you would, wouldn't you? And she said, yes. Do you recommend the two and a half week dating period and then three month engagement for the average couple? No. (laughs) What was your reaction when Mommy told you she was pregnant with me? I was numb. She announced the news the first week of classes in my first year of seminary. How did you manage to stay out of Vietnam? You know, I turned 18 in 1970, and the war was already winding down. My birthday came up early in the lottery, number 31, I think, but I got a college deferment. The U.S. was out of Vietnam by 1973. What have all of your jobs been? Not just your career work, but include that too. In order, caddy, gardener at the county building, 
library assistant at Bard, animal keeper at a pharmaceutical lab during the summer, manpower temp, butcher's assistant, warehouse worker, bus driver, gardener for rich people, a vicar, night watchman, teaching assistant at Union, assistant pastor in Harlem, vice pastor in Queens, researcher at the Lutheran Church in America, pastor at Delhi, chaplain in the Naval Reserve, vice pastor at Richmondsville, New York, adjunct at Hartwick College, editor of Lutheran Forum. If you only went to seminary to satisfy your curiosity, what were your original career plans? To be a philosopher. Did you plan to be ordained, or was it just part of the curiosity thing? It happens that a guy a couple of years ahead of me at seminary, James Thomas, had the church in Harlem next door to Union Seminary and offered me the assistant pastorate, so I was ordained. How did you stay alive with the income you had on Long Island? A guy named Charlie Schmidt in the church in Seaford was a funeral director. He paid me $50 to say prayers for dead people who had no church. I did about 30 such funerals that year. Who were the members of your wedding party? Why did you choose them? My brothers Mark, Tim, and Dan, and Phil Mixad, who had been my roommate for three years. Did I scream a lot as a little kid? No, but when you were sick, your diapers really stunk, and when I had to change you, I got nauseous. <laughs> Why Union? Just like Bard, I liked the location and I got a scholarship. Do you regret going there? Por qué or por qué no? No, I was much better prepared having Fort Wayne, Concordia Senior College, and Seminex behind me. As difficult as Union was, it was also very important. Uh, negative experiences of Protestantism gone wacky made me a better Lutheran. How exactly did you and Chris Von Dazen meet? On the day my second uh, year at Union when he and his wife Bonnie moved into their apartment on our floor. What is your opinion of the total Manhattan experience? Great if you have lots of money and no kids. Lousy because of the constant fear of crime. Whatever possessed you to bring us to Jersey City? Cheap rent. What made you decide to work at the LCA headquarters? There were no teaching jobs available when I got my Ph.D. There were no parish calls either at that time for a Seminex grad. When Paul Brinjar offered me the job, it was a great opportunity. What did you do at the LCA headquarters? I did research and writing for the LCA on social issues, war and peace, racism, women and men, and the life of the church. I also traveled a lot to do workshops with pastors and congregations. What languages can you speak or read? I can translate Hebrew, Latin, and Greek. I can read German. Do you agree with me that when we lived in Garfield, we were pretty much all on our own separate planets? It was stressful. Did you want to work as a pastor at Emmanuel, or was that mainly a plot to get out of New York City? Yes. Are you glad you've spent so much time at Emmanuel? These have been the happiest years of our life. No matter what you do or where you go, there are frustrations. And the final analysis, I have to believe, that is to trust in God's plan. Do you wish you could be teaching instead? No, not instead. I would like to teach, but it's much more than a job. It has to be right for the church. Why did you choose the Gospel of Mark for your dissertation? 
why do you like, say, your favorite color or food or TV show or novel? Mark just grabbed me. Did you ever resent your parents for making you move so much? Yes, but then they settled down in Raritan, New Jersey. I lived in Stamford, Connecticut, Mastic Beach, Patchogue, and Medford, Long Island, and in Cranford, New Jersey, before in seventh grade landing in Raritan. Why didn't we ever go to church for that time in Jersey City? That's not accurate. We missed a lot of Sundays, though, because Mom was pregnant and I was traveling a lot. Have you ever done something you really regretted? What? My interview at uh, Gettysburg Lutheran Seminary went beautifully until the last minute when I opened my big mouth and called psychology and sociology pseudosciences. That comment cost me the job. Have you ever been arrested? No. Have you ever tried pot or any other strong drug? Like other kids growing up in the 60s, I tried pot, but thank God I saw what it did to those who used it regularly turned them into zombies, and I turned away from it. I never used anything stronger. How often did you succeed at being a Cardinal Puff Puff? That's a beer-drinking game, just once. Then you make others learn. If you could change one thing about the ELCA, what would it be? I would make all the bishops use an effective deodorant, (laughs) and I would abolish the quota system. What do you think of all this Iraq-Kuwait nonsense? I'm disgusted with all the flag-waving. We probably killed 150,000 Iraqis. Saddam brought it on himself, but we should hardly be rejoicing at this massacre. If there is a war, do you think you have a good chance of being called into service? Very little. If I were 18 and a war with Iraq was still going and I was drafted, I would contest it in court even if it meant going to jail. What do you think of this kind of action? I would have to know your reasons. Read... Wengert's article in the May Lutheran Forum. (laughs) What was your reaction when you found out Mommy was pregnant with Will? I was happy. We were trying to have a baby. What is your honest opinion of women being ordained? How do you explain that passage in Titus? No, I won't read Lutheran Forum. My honest opinion is that the real issue is not whether women are ordained, but whether it is to the ministry of Jesus Christ to which they are ordained. As to Titus, even apostles got cranky at times. (laughs) Do you believe in the possible errancy of the Bible? I see that there are, quote, errors, end quote, in the Bible, in the sense of various statements that are contrary to each other. I believe the witness of all these writings to Jesus Christ. What was your high school identity? A little bit hippie, a little bit intellectual, a little bit Jesus freak little bit actor. In other words, as we used to say, I hadn't found myself yet. What was the last book of fiction you ever read? Herman Wook's War and Remembrance. How do you manage to think of new sermons every week or sometimes more often? I read a lot. Input, output. And I believe in the Holy Spirit. Why don't you like cats? Because the cat we once owned went into heat and drove me bananas with her constant screeching. What do you think of me thus far into my existence? I want a serious answer for this one. Not feel. My feelings are warm and fatherly. I think that I could not have, open quote, programmed, end quote, a better person. 
If you are not lazy, you will achieve good things. If you learn to open up, your inner life will be rich. I think you are smart and sensitive, and what remains to be seen is your character. Grace under pressure, perseverance, moral courage, endurance, and adversity. Did you have any real friends in high school or college? Your mother has been my real friend for 17 years, and in that glow other friendships have lost their radiance. But yes, at those times I had real friends, friends who I enjoyed and could count on. Why do you say, well, that's pretty good, or why not 100 when I get high 90s on a test or something? Why don't you say you're proud of me, etc., without me or mommy urging you to? Because part of my duty to you is not to let a talented person rest on her gifts. My love for you is not based on A's or, for that matter, D's. At this point, my younger brother, Will, evidently found this notebook and inscribed his own gloss on that last comment of Dad's, uh, which was not based on A's or, for that matter, D's. Will says, though maybe on F's, signed Will. (laughs) (laughs) My approval of you as a person couldn't be measured by grades anyhow. I will be proud of you the same way I take pride in my own work. When something to the glory of God and the good of humanity is achieved, and then the compliments don't matter. Do you really think I'm going to get stuck in the ministry like Chris Von Dazen says? If you get, open quote, stuck, close quote, in the ministry, it would be the shame of a wasted life and certainly not pleasing to God. Far better to pray and believe about your own future. Thy will be done. If not yes to the previous question, what can you see me doing with my life? I hope you have had a happy enough home to desire marriage and children for yourself when the right man is given. This is far more important than so-called career. But as for a career, it's a question of taking an honest inventory of your talents and likes and the opportunities to serve, then acquiring the needed skills. Only you can answer these questions. What do you think of Will and how he'll turn out? Will is a delightful little boy. All boy. The hardest thing for every parent is to realize that finally you are not in control of how your child turns out. You too, Sarah. So earthly fathers too must trust the heavenly father. In this case, that both you and Will will turn out okay. Are you glad mommy's working now? Mostly, though we miss her. But she needs to get on with her life's work, and we all need her income. If I write a book someday, hopefully many, and it's published, but it's fiction, will you read it? Yes, if you read my theology books. (laughs) Would you advise me against going to a Concordia college? Por qué o por qué no? Oh, I don't know. When the time comes, we'll look and see. Why do you enjoy hunting and fishing? My professional work is so human-centered. Hunting and fishing take me to a world where man is not king. Also, my life is full of grave responsibilities, but hunting and fishing are just boyish. Do you have a favorite color? K.S. Red, Reformation Pentecost, the color of my M.G. midget. You've seen me act. Am I a good actress? Yes, I think so, especially when you learn to project your voice and enunciate clearly. Do you say a prayer before you open the service every Sunday? Yes, believe it or not, I often feel unsure and inadequate. How do adults pray? This adult mostly prays conversationally in the mind. 
Many use devotionals or say the Lord's Prayer morning and evening. Pastors, of course, pray with people a lot. Did you find the majority of adults you knew, not all, as a teenager, as shallow, hypocritical, and as deeply in denial as I do? Explain, bitte, por favor. Of course. All teenagers find their elders that way. Then they grow up and learn some compassion. What is your favorite fairy tale? Peter Pan. Watching the videotape brought back to me the wonderful memory of seeing it on TV in black and white, of course, at my grandparents in Byram, Connecticut. I must have been five. Who was your favorite teacher in any school or college? Por qué did you like him, her? What did blank teach? Mr. Harris, Mr. Franklin Harris, who was our drama coach and a good Christian, who opened his home to us and helped us talk things out. Congratulations! You have successfully completed part one. Hope it's only mid-April by now. Questions for me! Fire away! Are you happy? Probably about as much as a teenager can be. Compared to some of my friends, I'm in a constant state of ecstasy. But like every other 15-year-old, I have growing pains that do drag me down. Is it as hard for you to be a teen as it was for me? Yep. But right now, the biggest problems I've got are, one, coming to terms with the fact that you adults aren't perfect and therefore learning to have some mercy on you, and two, coming to terms with the fact that I'm not perfect, and I'm very serious about that. Do you want to learn to hunt? Not really. I don't find killing a pleasurable diversion. What did you think of my answers? Pretty impressive. What do you think of Delhi? As small towns go, great. I really like it here a lot. I just wish the town had a slightly larger population so there'd be more people at my school. Do you have any normal happy friends? Kara? As far as I know, there's nothing too weird going on there. Let's see, what is that total? One? <laughs> Should we take Will with us to Czechoslovakia next summer? I'm not sure how much he'd appreciate it, what an awful word, and I realize it would cost more, but I dislike the idea of leaving him behind for a month or more. Project AQ-0001 completed. File for future reference. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of the notebook. Well, now that we've come to the end, Dad, have you, do you have any uh, comments, clarifications, caveats, or apologies you'd like to offer? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, that's a really a trip back down memory lane to a, a stage in life 30 years ago, a time long past, but associated, for me at least, with a lot of happy feelings and memories. Those days in Delhi were awfully golden. Yeah, that's true. I realize you, at the time that you filled this in, were younger than I am now by a few years. So it yeah. definitely captures you at that point in your career. I almost choked when I got to the part of my asking, do you think I'll end up a pastor? <laughs> <laughs> You're being stuck. Stuck. stuck, that's what you said. Stuck as a pastor. <laughs> stuck as a pastor, yeah. No, it's it's really, actually, it's it's kind of comical uh, that for all that we grow and develop through life, there is some bedrock that doesn't change. I was, uh, I'm not sure horrified is quite the right word, but a little uh, gobsmacked at how much continuity there is be with my 15-year-old self. And here I had this illusion of having developed, oh well. And how much content there, there is between me, 68 years old now, and what was I then, 30, 40 or something, 41, something like no, that? No, you probably 38, I think, because it was in 90, yeah. 
Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes, Merry Christmas. We hope that you have enjoyed this and that it is a joyful celebration of our Lord's birth. And um, yeah, we'll be back soon with a season three in 2021. May it be a better year than 2020. Yes, or Merry Christmas, as they say in Japanese. <laughs> listening to the Queen of the Sciences podcast. For show notes and more, visit our website, queenofthesciences.com. To find out more about what we do, visit sarahhenlickywilson.com and paulhenlicky.com. Finally, please leave us a review on iTunes and tell a friend about the show.